So here is the big question. How do entrepreneurs like us, who started sales or direct selling or network marketing, how did we start our journey but now feel stuck, feel like we're struggling or we can't level up to where we want to be, where we know we can be? How do we break through and prove everybody wrong? Everybody wrong. Show ourselves that we are successful and show ourselves that we can win. That is the big question. And this is the podcast that will give you the answers. My name is Lisa Hawker, and this is Direct AF Sales. What is up, Direct AF family? Today is going to be a little bit different. Today, it is me, myself, and I talking into this microphone in my office and wanting to share with you, you know, kind of my thoughts on what's going on right now and um, how it's impacting me and, and how it's impacting you, how it may be impacting you. I know that, you know, the last two years have been really rough for a lot of people and everything's been turned, you know, upside down. What's wrong is right. What's right is wrong. What's up is down. What's down is up. And a lot of people, um, you know, are confused and don't know where to turn. And so I thought that it might be worthwhile to kind of share my story. You know, I was looking at an article. Let's see, let me take a look. It says um, the Sun Chronicle, and it was written by a woman named Claudia Chiappa. Um, It was featured, I think, today, which is November 9th, or maybe November 8th. Anyway, it talks about the reality of the female recession, because the truth is, it says, you know, when the pandemic first hit, the United States lost a total of over 20 million jobs, worse than any recession in modern history. I'm reading from the article. Women accounted for 55% of those losses, according to the data from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. So that's pretty crazy. And you know, the thing of it is, is that we aren't all back to work. We aren't all back to our jobs. We aren't, you know, back to normal. And working mothers were at a 72% rate in February of 2020. And today that number is down to 68.5. And that's a lot of people. And, you know, even when there isn't a pandemic, a lot of people have found themselves sort of dissatisfied with the way the trajectory of their life was going. So I'm going to share my story with you because it's my podcast and I can. No, because I think that it is worth sharing. And I think that I'm hoping that somebody who's listening is going to be able to relate to parts of it or some of it or all of it. And maybe I can influence someone or, um, you know, give somebody value, affirmation, whatever it is. So I appreciate you tuning in today. I appreciate your patience. I appreciate you listening. And I appreciate you, um, you know, just listening and downloading it, the, the, uh, the podcast. So, you know, I always, the only thing I ever wanted to do with my life was be a prosecutor. Okay. I knew in high school, 
<laughs> I knew in high school that's what I wanted to do with my life. And that's pretty rare for people to know exactly what they wanted to do. And the thing is, is I never wavered from that. I really, you know, I had read a story in Time magazine about a, an atrocity, a horrible crime that had occurred to a woman, a young girl, 17 year old. And I, all I wanted to do was like lock the motherfucker up that did what he did. And so I knew I decided and I just, once I make a decision, that's it. It's done. It already happened. You know what I mean? Like if I was going to be a prosecutor, that's what I was going to be. Yeah. I still had to go to college. Yeah. I still had to go to law school. I had to pass the bar, but it was a fait accompli. I knew it was going to happen and it did. And I was a prosecutor and I loved it, but life happens right? Life happens to all of us. The script that we write for ourselves isn't the same script that God necessarily writes for us. <laughs> we get to catch up as the script goes along. But so the script of my life altered after my first son was born and I ended up becoming a criminal defense attorney. Now, shockingly, I loved it, like loved it just as much as I loved being a prosecutor Time went on. My script changed again. I had three more kids. I had four kids under the age of four. Um, and I worked full time. And by the time these kids had become teenagers, I found myself incredibly unhappy, incredibly overwhelmed all the time when I was supposed to be in court. I was, you know, either I was supposed to be in court or I was supposed to be at a school play or I was supposed to be at a meeting or I was supposed to be at a different courtroom. I was never in the right place at the right time. There was no balance in my life between personal time, work time, family time, exercise time. There just wasn't enough fucking time. And I was never good enough. I was never doing the right thing or being in the right place or focused on the right thing. And I knew something had to change. I mean, I just, I just knew it. I couldn't keep it up. But more than that, I had missed out on my kids entire childhood. I had amazing nannies that I'm still friendly with this to this day. And, but for them, my kids wouldn't be the people that they are. And, um, I missed out on a lot and I knew that I didn't want to miss out on what I had left. Because when you have four sons, and they grow up, and they go off to school, and they meet someone and they get married, you know, the mom sort of takes the backseat, not, not as much, I don't think for the um, moms of daughters, right? That, that you're the one that they call when they want you in the delivery room, you're the one that they call to go wedding dress shopping, you know, but with boys, it's a very different I anticipate that it's going to be a very different experience. But the long and short of it is that I was in a place of despair, utter despair and struggle and strain. Um, I felt very hopeless and I was looking around, you know, all I had ever done at, from the, you know, from the time I decided I wanted to be a lawyer, a prosecuting trial lawyer, um, until this time in my life, you know, 21 years later, after passing the bar, um, I had no other skill set other than being a mom. So I wasn't really sure what else I could do that was going to bring in enough money to cover what I needed to cover, right? But I thought, well, maybe if I can find something 
that's going to create a little bit of balance to where maybe I didn't have to take as many cases um, and I could earn the same amount or maybe I could create some flexibility. And, you know, one day in 2017, I was with my girlfriend Tamara and I was complaining yet again um, during our, you know, by monthly endermology sessions, which is like a lipo massage. It's amazing. Tamara, shout out to you, my sister. Um, yeah, so I was complaining to her again about all the shit that I'm talking to you about right now. And she said, you know, I've got this new client who came in and she works with Rodan and Fields. I was like, well, what's that? You know, network marketing, what the hell is network marketing? Long story short, I said no to the opportunity to look into a network marketing company. And I said no, because honestly, I thought I was better than that, right? Here I was a lawyer. What the hell do I know about slinging eye cream? You know, what are people going to think of me? They're going to think she can't cut it as a lawyer. She, she can't make enough money. So she's got to do this on the side. She's not good enough. You know, I was afraid that people were going to be laughing at me behind my back, talking about me. And um, I felt embarrassed for myself if I were going to go down that path, like that that's not what a lawyer should be doing. You know, I'm sure that people can relate to this feeling of being worried about what other people in their network or in their family or their spouses are going to think if they choose to do something that's against the grain or different than, than the choices that you've made up until then. So that's one of the reasons, honestly, I said no, because I was really, really worried about what people were going to think of me. And I was also worried about how much time it was going to take. Like, shit, I, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> Why would I add something to my plate when I'm trying to take away? You know, and, and also, P.S., I don't know a fucking thing about sales. I don't even know. I didn't even know what direct selling was or what network marketing was. I didn't understand. I didn't even know what an MLM was. So I said no. Well, fortunately, Tamara's client left me a sample of the products that Rodan and Fields sells. And, you know, I had used Proactive back in the day when I was breaking out a young pimply teenager products that Rodan and Fields had created were going to work, right? They were going to be effective. And so I wasn't too worried about that. Skincare turned out into me launching a business. So I might as well find out, you know, what kind of money can be made in this. Office. I, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know anything about sales and I don't want to reinvent the wheel. So just tell me what doesn't work. I'll be able to get my money back. There's a 60 day you know, full money back refund thing. So I thought, okay, I'll jump out of this plane. There's a parachute. I'll jump out of the plane. I'll give it a go. I'm going to, you know, go balls out so that when it fails, I can say, this was such bullshit. This was such a scam. I knew this wasn't going to work and get my money back. I even think I put it on like an American Express so that I could like, you know, um, contest the charges because <laughs> I was convinced it was just not going to work. But like a good soldier, you know, I was coachable, I was consistent, and I showed up. And before I knew it, the very first month I had made, 
almost the cost of my entire investment into the you know business back. And I thought, oh my God, this is like ridiculously easy. And so off it went and, and now here I am. So, you know, a lot of people right now are feeling overwhelmed and, and maybe it's because of the pandemic or maybe it's because you are a teacher and you are unhappy in your current role or maybe the bills are piling up and the money isn't. You know, a lot of people are exhausted. A lot of people feel hopeless right now. And a lot of people feel like they don't have a lot of choices. They don't have a lot of freedom, a lot of um, ability to make the decisions that are going to change or craft the path that they're on and the way that they're going. And I know for me, you know, between 2014, 2015, 2016, until I started in 2017, and maybe even half of 2017, I was struggling. I mean, really, really struggling. And so because I feel like a lot of people are struggling right now, I thought it was important to share this today. And, and so if you feel like this, um, I would really encourage you to not wait another minute and just look into finding something for you that resonates with you that's going to give you that plan B or that plan C. Now, it doesn't have to be network marketing, and it certainly doesn't have to be with me or with the company that I chose. Okay, there's if it is network marketing for you, and, and it might be good for you if you are a woman, a mom, a teacher, a nurse, you know, a lawyer, a doctor, someone who has a career, but isn't satisfied, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with having a plan B or a plan C. There's nothing wrong with creating or generating a second or third stream of income for yourself. There is so much uncertainty right now. And the only thing that you can control are the things that you can control, like your attitude and your choices and what you put in your mouth and how much exercise you get, what you allow into your head, the thoughts that you allow in, you know, and, and why not use this use this time as an opportunity to like really explore and grow and come out of this shit better than when we came into it. So if you have ever thought about creating a plan B for yourself, I would highly encourage you to look into multi-level marketing. It, it, it's such a unique opportunity. And it, like I said, it doesn't have to be Rodan and Fields. It can, there's hundreds of them. And it's worldwide, okay? So you don't just have to be in the United States to be doing this. It is all over the world. Um, in fact, I think on my Facebook recently, I posted that Rodan and Fields was number 18 in the world. So you can see that there's hundreds on that list out of the, you know, so anyway, if you feel uncertain, like, like I did, like, I don't have the time to do it, or people are going to laugh at me, or, well, I don't know anything about sales. Those are bullshit excuses that you're using 
to stop yourself from exploring an opportunity that can completely change your life for the better, okay? Because there are going to be people, including myself, that are going to teach you what to do, right? And teach you how to work it into your day and how, you know, it doesn't have to replace your full-time job. It can just be a source of community, a source of friendship, a source of serving your network, right? It can be a couple of extra hundred dollars a month for your vacation fund or whatever. It doesn't have to be like, oh my God, I earned a million dollars in my first year because by the way, that's all bullshit. This is definitely not a get rich quick scheme. It's work, okay? It's net work marketing, not net bullshit marketing. (laughs) So, you know, you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. The sky is not gonna fall. The world is not gonna end. Your life is not gonna be over if you try something and you don't like it or you fail at it or you quit, right? The world is not going to end. It's easier, by the way, my friends, to do something that you're afraid of. It's easier for you to do something that you're uncertain of or you're unclear than to stay stuck. Because let me tell you something, staying stuck sucks. It is awful. It is soul crushing. It was crushing my soul. I was a horrible, horrible person to be around at the time. I was unhappy. You know, I've talked to you guys about this. Some of you may or may not feel like I felt, but it was harder to stay stuck than it was to put one foot forward and just dip my toe in the water and check it out and try it. I mean, it's so much more uncomfortable to remain in a place of unhappiness than it is to move forward with a little bit of fear. You know, I had reached... I had reached a point where I was ready to give it a try because I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I knew that standing in a line at a grocery store, if you can believe it, I mean, this realization just finally hit me. I was in line at Albertsons. I was late to go pick somebody up. My feet were killing me. I was in heels. I had come from court. I'm standing in line at Albertsons in my heels and my suit, already late to go pick up one of the kids. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. This is ridiculous. I, I, I was done. I, had, I was sick and tired of it. And that was my light bulb moment. And two things dawned on me. Nobody was standing in line behind me, ready to pay my grocery bill or ready to go pick up my kid or ready to, you know, help me in the situation that I was in. Right. Nobody was there to rescue me. If I wanted to change the way I felt, that was up to me. Okay, I'm the superhero of my own story. And so are you. Nobody's coming to rescue you. All right, that was number one. So I knew that if I wanted something to change, I had to be the person that was going to make that change in my life. And the number two, the second thing that dawned on me is that nobody really thinks about me as much as I think about me. (laughs) Everybody's too busy thinking about themselves, okay? Everybody's thinking about their own shit, their own problems, you know? So was I afraid that they were going to talk about me? Hell yeah, I was afraid that they were going to talk about me. Did they talk about me? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not, probably, but you know what? 
I'm not aware of it. So it doesn't really affect me, does it? It's not really any of my business what somebody wants to say behind my back. And if they think it was fucking stupid, they're not going to tell me that. I'm never going to know whether they think it was stupid or don't think it was stupid. Besides, who were they to judge me? Who am I to judge them? It's nobody's business but yours. So I said, fuck it. And I jumped in and, you know, I'm just so grateful I did. And it was the first of many times that um, I decided to make myself, consciously put myself in an uncomfortable situation so that I could change something in my life that I wasn't satisfied with. And it wasn't easy, but I did it and I continued to do it. And that's one of the things actually that I like about network marketing. I mean, in a million years, a million years ago when I was standing in courts and I ever think I'd be sitting in my office recording a podcast or writing a book or doing any of the shit that I've done in the last two years? No, absolutely not. Have I enjoyed it? A hundred percent. So 150%. So I'm here to encourage you to get out of your own way, to get out of your own way. (laughs) Nobody's coming to rescue you, my friend. If you want something changed, you are the architect. You get to decide. So I don't know. I kind of think of it like that scene in Bridesmaids. You know, um, remember Melissa McCarthy? They'd gone to the... um, bridal shower and she took like nine puppies or something like that she went over to Annie's house and Annie was sitting on her couch like hadn't showered in however many days and she's sitting there on her mom's floral she's living with her mom back living with her mom she's on her mom's floral couch she lost her friend she lost her car she lost her hookup and she was having a big pity party and Melissa McCarthy comes in with all the dogs And she says to Annie, you are your own problem, but you're also the solution. And she said, do you get that? And Annie's like, yeah, I get that. And that's kind of how I feel about, about what I'm saying to you right now. Like we are our own problem. We create most of our own issues (laughs) and we're also our solution. So I hope that one of the things that you get out of this podcast is that is this. I want to encourage you to at least explore the idea of creating a plan B for yourself. And if that's in network marketing, great. If it is with a company that isn't my company, you know, you want to do leggings or you want to do CBD or you want to do, I don't know, whatever whatever you want to sell something that resonates with you. Look, I chose Rodan and Fields because, or I went with Rodan and Fields because I knew and believed in the product. If you know and believe in a product and you, you feel like it's something that you would feel very confident and very comfortable recommending to a friend of yours, then that's the company that you should go with. But here's the truth. You can reach out to me and you can talk to me about whatever it is that's keeping you back. And this is not a pitch to join me or my team. Okay. This is a pitch for you to create and be your own solution. Um, 
you know, network marketing changed my life. This company changed my life. And I want to pay it forward. And I want to show you that you are capable and unstoppable and you do not need to stay stuck. So if any of this has spoken to you, please, please email me. Here's the email. It's lisa at lisahawker.com. Lisa, L-I-S-A, at lisahawker, H-O-C-K-E-R.com. Lisa at lisahawker.com. Just email me, shoot me an email and say, you know, can I talk? Can we talk? I, I want to explore this. I'm thinking about this. And, you know, I'm here. I am here to help you. And I'm here to encourage you. And I'm here to support you. And I hope that this um, has spoken to just one person because it's too beautiful of a life to stay in a place of hopelessness and despair. You guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me just ramble my way through this. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening all the way through. You can text me. You can email me, lisa at lisahawker.com. I'm here for you. I love you guys. Thank you. For more information on the Direct AF Sales book or custom dice course or workbook, go on over to directafsales.com. There's going to be a discount code for all the listeners there. It's code directaf20 and grab yours today. Thanks for listening to today's show. Please leave me a review. Make sure you subscribe and even better, share it with a friend so that we can share our message and our content and help as many people as we can. Thanks, guys.